Hello once again, guys, and welcome to The Balanced Business Dad. This is Dustin Hogue, and as always, I'm here with my co-host, RJ Campbell. Hello, gentlemen. Guys, so this is episode eight, and today we're going to dive deep into pillar number five. Now, if you've been following along, you know that we have six pillars that we strive for balance in. Starting from the top, that's going to be our faith. Then it goes to health, our marriage, our relationship. Then it goes to fatherhood then brotherhood, which we're talking about today, and then career in that order. These are the pillars that I base my personal vision off of. I coach people on how to have that life by design in these pillars to make sure they're moving forward and uh, thriving instead of uh, just surviving, if that makes sense. So today, guys, we're going to talk about brotherhood or friends. Guys, when I say that word brotherhood to you or when I say friends, what does that mean to you? Right? What do you think... As a uh, as a busy professional, as a guy, as a dad, as a husband, do you have friends or do you just have some acquaintances? Do you have those people that are so close to you that you know at the drop of a hat would be there for you? This that's is, brotherhood. And this is the one that sounds so simple when we're going through these. They're like, okay, brotherhood. Huh? We'll probably talk on this for four minutes. I mean, it's your friends. What, right. How can you get into this thing? What is that? But when you really start thinking about it, at least for me, I'm not generalized for everybody else, but somewhat generalized for guys. We don't usually have a lot of friends as we right. get older. Right. And it's harder. We've talked about that before. It's harder to make friends when you're older. Mm-hmm. I use the example of four. You're a six-year-old kid and you're riding down the street on your bike and you see somebody that you don't know because in the neighborhood and you just ride right up to them and say, you want to be my friend. It's a little bit different when you're older. Yeah. And you're just, it's just harder. And I, I don't know if it's harder for guys than for girls. I always think it is, but I'm sure there are women that would say it's probably not. Um, but yeah, I think this this is a tough one in that way. The more you really dig into it, and the more we talk about it, and the more we think about it, brotherhood, as important as it is, that's a struggle for guys. I think so. I think so. And I think it's, there's a couple different reasons, especially at, you know, like I said, as a busy professional, as a father and as a husband, we're taken out of so many opportunities to have those friends, if you will, right? Because yep, our, our time is consumed with the other things that we picked in life, if you will. You know, as a kid, even in high school, your friends are the people you go to school with, the people you see on the weekends, the people at the parties, the people on your sports team, whatever it may be. Well, that's that doesn't exist anymore, right? Right. Um, so you know, we took some notes and stuff like that. But one of the questions I had when I was taking these notes and we were preparing for this episode is, why do we need brotherhood? Why do we need those friends? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? psychologically we need those people. So there are, we talked about accountability groups. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of accountability from your really close, no bull crap friends. Yeah. And the ones that you really are tight with, they see through you. So they know if you're hiding something or if you're doing something wrong or you're just feeding them a line. I think that's a big part of it is that accountability. But we all live stressful lives too. Yeah. You need somebody other than your spouse or your partner that you can somewhat unload on. And this is just bothering me. It was just something on my mind. And yeah. Not enough to be the end of the world type thing, but to me, that's a lot of it. Of course, yeah. then just something lightened to have fun with too. I have right. fun with my spouse, but it's just different when it's you're hanging out with the other guys. Yep. And, and I think that's so true. It's the brotherhood or these close, close friends will call you on your BS. Oh, yeah. Like, and what's interesting though, it's not like they desert you when they call you out on it. You know, like you yeah. can screw up pretty bad. A, the good friend's going to tell you that you messed up. You're an idiot, and I'd like to hit you in the face because you're an idiot. Yet I'm going to pick you back up, right. and we're going to figure out how to fix this together. Right. But they're going to be the first person to call you out on it. They're calling it out out of love. Yeah, 100%. 
Um, there, there, I have a couple examples of that in my life in the last few years that that's happened where, I'm going to be pretty honest with you, a couple of my real good friends screwed up pretty bad. And I was the first person, you're an idiot. You're an idiot and you failed. You failed bad. Now let's fix this. Now let's fix it. Yeah. Now I'm here for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, and that's, I think, why we need those. Uh, other note I made is long-term friends. I always thought, and this is, I guess, my ignorance now, uh, The, I guess, the more older I get, the, I thought everybody had these long-term friends, right? I have, you know, <laughs> two f- very, very close friends that, I mean, we've been close since like seventh grade, actually one from third grade, and then I moved to the a smaller town between this other guy and him, so it was... I lived between these people and we've been friends since eighth grade and extremely good friends. I found out people don't have that. That is odd. Well, it is to me. I think that's odd. Yeah. So I guys, should say odd as in a bad way. Odd as in rare. Yeah. So yeah. guys, I would love to hear if how do you have these long-term friends? You know, these are people who to this day would walk into my parents' house without me being there. Would have no clue. Right? I don't need to be there. I don't need to know they're going over there. They would just stop in to just see my parents even, mm-hmm. right? Um, and as I would them. You know, I was back home this past weekend uh, visiting some out-of-town relatives and stuff, and 100% I would stop by just to make sure their parents were doing okay. Right. And they would exactly me. Right. You know, and uh, I, I think that's important, um, but I also pretty much rate, was raised in one spot. So that's I never moved around and things like that. I can see where that gets complicated. Yeah, and that's for me. I have a couple of close, close friends from first grade. Best friends on. You know, best man at each other's weddings. But we don't live in the same town. We don't even live in the same states anymore. So I'll go a year more sometimes without talking to them. Yeah. So it's a different type of friend now that it's a distant friend. Yes, you know everything about them and you lived through their first girlfriend and their first breakup, you know, and everything you did through grade school and high school. But then we went to colleges in different cities and then got jobs in different states. And it's very different. Yeah. You, know, you still love that person as close as can be. But, you know, you, again, you don't talk to them very often. They're not there to... Right. For you to lean on, and they're not there to call your bullcrap either. Yeah. And so then you make different friends as you get older. Mm-hmm. But sometimes not the same. Right. Like, not like the old friendships. Yeah. You know, the other reason is a support group, right? When it's, in my opinion, I think it's needed if you're having a bad day, you, sh- you should have somewhere else to take that besides take it home. Yes. Right? Um, <laughs> funny, funny story, right? <laughs> so we've talked that I bought a campground. Uh, no idea how to run a campground. Still working on that. But we had a day where we had to buy a new school bus, and I was driving this bus, right? That day, I got that buck stuck tw- or that bus <laughs> stuck twice. And, I mean, we're not just talking stuck. Like, a backhoe had to pull it out. Like, all the other trucks couldn't pull it out, that kind of thing. There was a third time that me and my best friend from third grade on happened to be, he was there. So we were heading back to where we pick up these rafters, these floaters, and they just took out the road. It's old country road. So we got stuck there again. And I lost it. I literally just screamed. Literally just screamed. Probably vulgar words. But after that, I did it to him. We were fine. And we just laughed about it the rest of the day. And somebody pulled us out again, right? <laughs> Three times one day. I didn't want my children to see that. I didn't want my spouse to see that. But I was 100% okay. And it was needed for me to do that. Right. But it was 100% okay for me to do that with my buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that support group is so, so crucial. It's also crucial to just be completely honest, to have people that you can be completely honest with. And not that we should be lying to our spouses or lying to our children, but sometimes we do have to put that front on, if you Mm -hmm. will. Yep. 
right? Because we have to make, our goal is to make sure they're okay. They're not stressed over something that we might stress with. We don't want to bring that stress home. So the support group that the brotherhood will offer um, or should offer is just that. Yes. I'm worried about how I'm going to make my mortgage payment next month. I'm worried that I'm going to get laid off from my job or I'm worried if we're going to close this next big deal. You don't necessarily want to bring that worry home. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's 100% sure. You sure don't want that in front of your kids right. because they don't need to be burdened with that. And fair or unfair, we try not to do that in front of our spouses. Probably not the best call, but we think we're protecting them. Right. I don't want to burden them. I've had those same situations, and then you do eventually bring it up, and it ends up being better. Right. But um, there are things like that where it's a lot easier to unload on those things or run it by you know, one of your friends, one of your buddies, than it is to have to burden your spouse with it. Yeah. You know? or, or maybe it's one of those things that, isn't that important and if you brought it home it would become a really big deal but just getting it out there to your buddies then you realize hey it's really not that big yeah that of a wasn't deal. that big of a deal anyway was right. it once right. you went through it you know so sometimes that's why that support group is so big this is another one that i wrote down here and i don't even know what to call this but i'm going to call it what you can brag about group <laughs> yeah right especially as you know business owners or busy professionals and things like that we have i'm going to say some wins right in, in life, or wins in business, or wins in our job, our profession, whatever it might be that, you know, maybe some other professions don't have, or maybe some other employees, if you will, don't have, mm-hmm. you got to be able to brag about that stuff, That's right? Right, And it's, brag it where it's not going to make the other person feel bad, right? Especially the business owners down there, or even the people who've been in sales, man, I just <laughs> closed this great exactly big deal, what I was just thinking. and you know, commission on it, it's going to be $150,000, you tell some people that, and that might make them feel really weird. Yes. Right. Yep. Um, so you got to have this brotherhood that they're that's cool that you're making one hundred fifty thousand dollars on that one bonus. They might not be doing that, but they don't. It doesn't make them feel bad that you are right. right. They're there to celebrate with you yes. on that. Yeah. I was thinking that same thing when Dustin started talking about this. He and I both have been in and out of sales a lot in our careers, and there is no more visible earnings job than sales because there's always a tally sheet somewhere in that office of exactly where everybody's sales are and you know what everybody's commission rate is. But that is the case. Right. When you landed that big, you know, when you got that big sale, got that big nut, you, you, yeah, you had that ability in that group of people to say, got it. Can't believe it. Yeah. $42,000 commission, you know, some crazy number. Right. Where if you said that to just your neighbor or your friends that aren't in a position like that, it does. It would make them feel weird. I would be really weird even bringing that up. Yeah. But the, that type of group of friends does give you that ability to brag about something like that. Yeah. And that's how we think about with our own families. Mm-hmm. You know, we all love, there's nothing better than to brag about our kids. Ad nauseum, I'm sure, at times. But you tend to only brag, you tend to brag about your kids to your other friends that have kids. Right. Especially kids of similar ages. Because then... The, they can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. When you're bragging about your kids to that group of friends you have that don't match that same way, it can get a little weird. Yeah, for one thing, they're bored with it right away because, you know, it's your kids, not theirs. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about kids, when I was a not a parent, that was the most annoying thing to me in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, your kids aren't here. I get them. They're cool. But come on. Right? And now, the, most parents just sit around and talk about their kids. That's let's all be we honest. do. Yes. Um, and that's what we want to do. Right. So I, I completely agree with that. But you got to have those people that you can brag about, too. Yeah. Um, we were also listening to uh, another podcast. Or RJ was just saying he listened to another podcast. And I kind of have uh, where sometimes you have this group of friends that you grew up with 
maybe not they're close with, but they're fun. They're, you love having a beer with them, that kind of thing. These might not be the people you can brag to, and sometimes that's hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need a separate group of people that you can brag to because I don't like the word, use the word on your level, but, and I don't even know what best word to say that there, but there is certain socioeconomical standards or statuses, if you will, that sometimes it's hard if you grew out of a certain one. Right, <clears throat> right, yeah. And, Especially as, you know, as our audience is the balanced business dad, the business people, that's probably happened a lot. Um, It's not that you get those people out of your life, but you do have to have that other group with you that can understand the challenges and the successes you're going through, I guess, is probably what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's true. So it's not like you get rid of the other friends. You do end up with different groups of friends for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where sometimes men, myself, that can be a challenge, Right. You have your friends from back home and, you know, I'm one who moved away from home, I guess, 12 years ago in my life. It's complete 180 from when I moved home. I mean, I would I'm going to say I was a pretty big failure back home. Right. Got here, got my head on straight, finished school, started businesses and all around been extremely blessed. Yet going back there, it's almost that I don't necessarily want to be there sometimes. Right. Um, And it's not that those people are bad. It's just I remember how I was when I was there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can alienate yourself with your old friends because of that. Jealousy comes into play on some yeah. of those things. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. that comes in the next question. Total different direction. Yeah. Where do we find friends? Yeah. Where do we as a guy, young men, middle-aged guys, older guys, how do we find friends? Well, you know, that's funny you mentioned that because I wrote down hobbies equal friends. Yeah. <clears throat> um, now, I guess unless your hobby is, you know, hiking by yourself yeah. that's that's being a, probably being a hermit be, um a little more challenging there yet i think that's where it is you know rj is someone who has a lot of hobbies um <laughs> he gets into a lot of things but he's always doing random stuff with a bunch of other people because of the hobbies i do pick social hobbies yeah you know the motorcycle group or whatever the else bicycle you're doing groups. Yeah. yeah people i road bike with mountain bike with motorcycle with they yeah. are definitely group functions yeah and that's most of the people that I have friends with now, mm-hmm. you know, are people I have met through hobbies. Yeah. And I think that as I'm not very much of a sports person or at least a team sports person. So I figure like I miss that. But I do think that's a player you could. You know, I have to think if I go to a new city, right? If I was dropped in the middle of the city as a single person or somebody looking for new friends, even if I move my family there, you know, I'm that's probably where I would start is mm-hmm. a gym or, you know, that kind of thing. There's there's meetup.com, which you can look at similar interests. So there's, I think there's a lot of different ways. But it also just feels awkward trying to go meet new friends. It does. I mean, even saying that out loud. Want to be well, my friend? Really right. weird. Yeah. I'm going to go meet. I'm going to go try to meet some new friends. Like It's it's an awkward thing. It is. Um, and I think as adults, we say, you know, I just want to be surrounded by people, like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Which really means, hey, I'm, I'm going out looking for more friends. Right. Yeah. Um, but you're trying to find them I don't, a little bit more organically just by hanging around people yeah. that you know are somewhat similar to you in interest. Yeah. Which I think it is for me with the hobbies. Yeah. 100%. You know, I didn't, I don't, you know, first time you're there working the room, shaking everybody's hand, asking them to be your friend. But you're around a whole bunch of people that are also into, you know, riding motorcycles on long distances or getting on their bikes and going on long bike rides on a Saturday morning. Yep. So you end up making friends with the people just. Naturally. This is something else that comes to mind, right? We can't be so involved in our spouse and our children's life. We have to have our own life, Mm -hmm. right? And that's where the friends come into play. And I think, and I've heard, I've seen so many people's 
men, fellow men that I've coached and have helped and stuff like that, that their life was always about the kids mm-hmm. or then it was always about the wife and the kids are going to grow up as bad as that scares me with a five and a two year old, they're going to grow up. They will. Right. Uh, the wife's like, get away from me cause I want my own friends too. And I feel like there's a lot of negativity in that and we don't realize it cause we're trying to do what we think we're supposed to do. Yep. It, it goes back to the airline. We got to put our oxygen mask on first. Right, so we have to make sure we're okay, and we have a different group, and we have to have our own lives before we can be a part of anyone else's lives. And yeah. I think that's big. You can't have balance if one side is so committed to the spouse or the kids. Right. Yep. Yeah. And you hear that term. We used to hear it all the time. Uh, you know, talk about going out after work and get a beer, and somebody make the comment, "Yeah, I got a hall pass, so I can go out tonight." Yeah. Like, well, you had to get permission from your spouse. Right. That just doesn't. That doesn't lead to good balance. Right. I'm mean, lucky. I have a spouse that never cared and never. You know, I'm sure she would have, I would have used that. But, right. you know, yeah, go out with your friends. You need to go right. out and hang out with the guys yeah. and the people from work because that is a balanced thing because I know people that don't. I mean, they come home every day. You have kids. You're with your spouse. You're helping them take care of the kids, which you should. And then before you know it, you realize you really don't have that friend group. You right. know, we're lucky. We've, you know, I've got friend groups that we found through church because you end up with a common interest. Dustin mm-hmm. and I do a Bible study on Wednesday mornings. That's all just guys. The men's Bible study we have four, five, six guys there on a Wednesday. And it's great. People are becoming, you know, becoming closer and closer friends. It's kind of a new group, but it's, it's interesting as we're watching that now develop and yeah. they're, they're becoming friends or people that you would call just to go out and have lunch with them. Right. You know, yep. I've got a couple of guys I meet every Thursday morning for breakfast and coffee. Same thing. I actually met them through a, an event at our church. So, uh, you know, it's other Christian men like me. And now it's just, uh, it's the, yeah, the most basic conversations on Thursday mornings. Just it's just three guys just hanging out at a Denny's, and having coffee or breakfast, and just going through life. Right, which is you know it's kind of funny you mentioned because obviously we know RJ is a lot older than me, but you know <laughs> he brings it up every time. We've seen that though. So from a small town, and I'm assuming it's this way, um, but even where our campground is, you know that's an extremely small town. <laughs> but you go to a local gas station, and there's these old men drinking coffee, talking every morning. And what I've found is interesting. They're not all going up there to meet each other. They're just going there to sit to talk whoever's there. Yes. But the man, they look like they're the best of friends. And we've joined in with them. Yeah, we've absolutely. Going by that gas station the morning to get coffee, and they're greeting you. They want you to sit down in a chair. Hundred. That's that's why they're there. Yes. They don't care who it is. It's not like this is a closed group. It <laughs> cracks me up. And they are there every single day. And that I feel like there's a lot of that once you get older. Yes. I think it's this. I don't know, twenty-five to fifty-five age group. Or maybe it's harder to start with friends. Yeah. I would kind of becoming kids again. Yeah. When we get older. Yeah. Because it's like, well, we got nothing to do. Yeah. You, you want to hang out? This is it. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's really fun to see. But to just kind of talk about this a little bit more, you know, I have, I base my personal vision, and I'm very big on vision, because you have to know where you're going to figure it out, right? You have to know where you're going, that's to figure out where you, where you want to go. <clears throat> well, I have a paragraph or I have a vision for each one of these pillars that we talk about on this. And I'm going to read to you my brotherhood pillar because I think it's important because this is what I want out of life when it comes to the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But my brotherhood vision says, I see and talk to my friends often. I think that's important. I don't get to see them as much as I probably want to, but man, we're, we're on a group text, random wins throughout the day, random jokes that I probably don't want to say on the air, but just all that fun stuff. We have almost a daily communication. We challenge each other to be better humans. That's a big one. That's big. Right? You have to challenge. You have to throw the gauntlet down and challenge them. And I want to be just as much challenged on that. We do a guy's trip once a year for an adventure. 
have some adventure here, right? Go out. I want my wife to do the same thing with her friends, and I want to do the same thing with my friends, where we go out, and it's you're just doing something. I don't care if it's mountain biking or skydiving or camping, whatever it may be, you're doing something with just the guys, that bonding time, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, get together once a month just to check in with each other, right? How's the family? How's the kids? Is everything okay? That kind of thing. Um, that is my personal vision when it comes to brotherhood. That's what I need. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I want out of life when it comes to my friends. By the way, you would be surprised the answers you get when you ask your close friends, how you doing? Absolutely. How's your wife doing? Yeah. How's your marriage? Yeah. Boy, that's one that will floor people. How are the kids? Right. Because, you know, we don't open up about that stuff right. to each other. And you don't, you know, you just don't know what's been grinding on that person for a long time until you ask. And then suddenly you might get an answer. Well, yeah. you know, we're struggling a little bit. I have a son that, or I have a daughter that's going through this. You don't even know about How long has this been going on? Two and a half years. Yeah. They're like, wow. And then you kind of feel like the asshole because you didn't know. Exactly. But they don't want to bring it up because they don't want to necessarily burden you, or it's a little bit embarrassing. Right. For whatever reason. But it's amazing what you may learn when you just ask that open question. And that's what they're there for. Right. Nobody minds that you're asking that. Right. No, seriously, how you? Oh, I'm doing great. No, seriously, how are you doing? Right. Yeah. yeah. What's are going you really? on? Yeah. Yeah. How's work? Yeah. But really, how's work? Yeah. So, guys, this is the brotherhood thing, and I think this is so overlooked. Like, I do too. You know, there's a lot of groups out of there. There's a lot of organizations that talk about, you know, your faith, your health, your marriage. There's a ton of relationship coaches and even how to be a better parent, that kind of thing. Not too many of them on how to be a better friend, though. Mm-mm. And that's 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 an interesting. And I was just thinking about that because I never really looked into that. I wonder why. We don't have a friendship coach. Yeah. We just think that's natural. But until we started really talking about this and looking at it, you realize... It's tough. It's real tough. It's really tough as you get older. Yeah. You know, it's tough to find new friends. That's the hardest part mm-hmm. is finding new, friend, new friends. Uh, but then, yeah, you're busy staying in touch with them. My yeah. best friend's talking about checking in at least once a month. Yeah. And everybody's doing it. And I'll go months and months. I'm bad about it. I have two very close friends. We have a text group, just the three of us, just the old men. And John and Glenn will give me crap because they won't hear from me for six weeks. Yeah. They're like, thanks for checking in on us. And I'm just really bad about it. Yeah. So, and always have been. And it's and it's the thing that I would say you strive to get better for, right? Mm-hmm. So we're all going to challenge RJ right now to text John and Glenn. Yeah, I'll probably text him next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's so interesting because I have a five-year-old son who's now working through that friend stuff. And it kills me because he's like, well, David told me he wasn't my best friend today. You know, immediately I want to slap David, but, you know, and then they're like, oh, I played with David all day today. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> right. So right. that's not how it's going to be when we get older. So cherish those times. Let your children grow through those times, I would say. But I'm going to challenge everybody right now who's listening to this. If there's a friend that you know you're really close to that you haven't reached out to, just reach out to him, guys. We need, we're striving for balance in here. You know, the question through this overarching question in this, this podcast is, does balance exist? We both think it doesn't. Maybe can somebody can prove us wrong. Yet, let's carry on this conversation some more because I think it's brotherhood is so, so important. I do too. That nobody talks about enough. I think it, most, it might be the least balanced one of all these six pillars. The more we start thinking about it, I think it might be lacking in friendship more than anything else. Interesting. Yeah. So It seems so easy, but I th- the more I thought about it, it's not. And I think that's, a, to me, I think it could be the hardest one. Yeah. So, guys, follow us on the social medias. Let's carry on this conversation. Do you agree with RJ? Is brotherhood right now the least balance that you have in your life? Um, Is this the hardest for you guys as well? We'd love to hear back from you guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, hit us on Facebook. This would be a great conversation to continue at facebook.com slash the BB Dad. Yep. Yeah. Then you, uh, and like we always ask, rate, review, you know, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. Helps us out. Yep. Just gets us more people. Also, guys, if you guys are listening, remember we are doing our first retreat. We are. Um, in beautiful Lesterville, Missouri, which is going to be south central Missouri, depending on where you're listening from this from. But it is uh, October 21st to the 23rd, $100 a person. That does include your meals on Friday night and Saturday, Saturday all day. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have you there. If you want to, reach out to us on social media, on the website, whatever. RG will tell you where to find us. Uh, yeah. So I told Facebook's the easiest. As I just mentioned, facebook.com slash the BB Dad. Also, you can email us at info at thebalancebusinessdad.com. And it's all in the show notes, so you didn't write, write that down anyway. So we'll put all the details there. Awesome. Guys, stay balanced, and we'll talk to you soon. I'll right, see you guys.